Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for December the 3rd, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving holiday as we took a, a week off there and now we come down the home stretch. Wow, what a bunch of games uh, that are going to come your way over the next three weeks as we start handing out the final uh, championship trophies across America. A lot of them have been handed out so far. Go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. We have a state-by-state uh, -state list of everybody that's won some uh, gold medals this year, and congratulations to uh, all that have won, all that have been the runners-up as a result of the championship games, and of course all of those that competed throughout the 2015 high school football season. And believe it or not, here at the top of the show tonight, we're going to talk 2016 already as uh, we here at High School Football America are very excited about an announcement that we made earlier today. Uh, as you know, uh, if you've been listening to the show for the past uh, four and a half years or so, uh, we have a great relationship with Mark Soto, who is the uh, founder of the Honor Bowl, a great event here in Southern California. It started in Northern California, but uh, it's now played in Southern California. Great event that really educates uh, student athletes, coaches, the, the programs and the communities about uh, our military veterans. Uh, last year I had a chance to go on to Camp Pendleton down here near Oceanside where the game has been played and uh, joined the teams as they went on to uh, the Marine base and really got a, a first-hand look at uh, what are uh, men and women that uh, serve this country and keep our freedom uh, safe uh, do and uh, we're just happy to uh, partner up in a bigger way this year. Uh, we've uh, always been here for Mark to put him on the radio show and promote the events and the games but uh, we've gone a little bit deeper as uh, I've watched the event grow. I said to Mark you know I think there's some ways that High School Football America can help you out we can kind of leverage the uh, the great relationships we have in this country. Uh, we, we not bragging, but we have great relationships with the coaches and the programs because of the way we operate things here at High School Football America. And Mark said, yeah, that would be great. And uh, I've reached out to multiple teams, but today we get to uh, uh, announce the first matchup that we've put together. And boy, is it going to be a dandy. Florida versus Southern California. And uh, tonight on the show, we're going to talk a lot about Corona Centennial and it's showdown with uh, St. John Bosco, Corona Centennial number three in the country right now, Bosco number two. But right here at the top, uh, we're pleased to announce that the Huskies and Matt Logan, who's one of the class acts in high school football here in Southern California, uh, has agreed, along with Kevin Wright, the head coach at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, to play in the 2016 Honor Bowl. And man, what a matchup that is going to be. Uh, both teams will be uh, in. In there and and have a shot at uh, being in the uh, top 25 next year they're still in that hunt for that mythical national championship this year and uh, this is going to be a great way to kick off the 2016 season and what's more important it's for a great cause we've also reached out to several other big national uh, programs who have expressed interest in coming out here the event up until this point has really been pretty much Southern Cal versus Southern Cal although over the last two years uh, Bellevue which was nationally ranked when they came down 
down a couple of years ago to play Gardena Serra, has uh, been down this way. And uh, then this past year, Eastside Catholic, which is number 26 in the High School Football America Top 50 right now, uh, came down here and played and uh, defeated Oceanside. So uh, we think that we can get this event up to you know the, the level it needs to be. The great thing about the Honor Group is it's a 501c3 nonprofit organization. They raise funds, uh, get wheelchairs for disabled veterans. This definitely will be a, a marquee matchup on the 2016 schedule. And the great thing about it is not only is it a great matchup, but it's also for a great cause. We will be putting together here at High School Football America uh, what we hope to be a, a national uh, television package that will allow the country to see this great game. And we're going to produce that show uh, much different than the ones you normally see out there as we're going to tell the story of uh, the great game of high school football, the great communities, the great schools, and obviously the great cause that is uh, the Honor Group's Honor Bowl. So uh, very excited to be a part of it. Uh, check it out. Uh, more details for you at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Well, we mentioned that Corona Centennial is going to be on the show tonight, as will St. John Bosco as the big matchup in the country. This week is in Southern California. I was going to call it the Big A. Uh, it's Angel Stadium, but it's, it's where the uh, Los Angeles Angels, or if you're old like me, the California Angels or the Anaheim Angels uh, play football. It's for the Southern section of the CIF, the championship there. It's called the Pac-5 Division. It is right up there as one of the best in the country, uh, up there with the, the good ones like the Big North United in uh, New Jersey, like the, the great conferences around the country. So going to be a fun one to be out there. I'll be covering it for USA Today High School Sports as well as High School Football America. And we thought, uh, what better way to celebrate this game than giving you a great inside look with the two leaders of the offenses. And these two offenses can put up points like nobody's business. Uh, Bosco and Centennial both know how to score a lot of points. They've both played with a lot of running clocks because of blowouts this year. This game could end up, you know, somewhere in the 50s last year uh, Corona Centennial beat the Braves by a score of 48-41 in the championship game and tonight we're going to talk with the two quarterbacks of the respective programs two guys that uh, not not heavily recruited but oh my gosh someone should be looking at them Quentin Davis of St. John Bosco and Anthony Catalano of uh, Corona Centennial will join us in just a little bit here to talk about the game the, the, the atmosphere on campus and in practice this week and uh, to break it down even a little bit further for you, we're going to talk with Chuck Peterson, the head coach at Orange Lutheran here in Southern California in the very tough Trinity League. Uh, Chuck is the uh, had the unenviable un- un- task this year of playing both teams. And, oh, by the way, he had to play Corona Centennial twice, once in the regular season and once in the playoffs. The game against Bosco was in the Trinity League, a league game there. But uh, Chuck uh, knows a thing or two about these two teams, and he's going to join us and uh, break down things for us as we head into uh, what I believe is the uh, marquee matchup of the year. Um, and then what gets great is the winner of that will go into the state championship game in the Bowl Championship Series here in California, in Northern California this year against the Northern California champ, which should be De La Salle, number eight in the country. So uh, someone's going to have a lot of good football being played over the next couple of weeks, and we, we will preview that uh, that game for you here tonight on High School Football America. And uh, talk Talking about uh, Davis and uh, Catalano being uh, under the radar, another guy under the radar but playing for a championship is Brock Johnson of Mission Viejo. Uh, Brock last week 
threw seven touchdown passes to break Mark Sanchez's record, single-game record of six touchdown passes. Of course, Sanchez, the quarterback of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles right now, and Brock Johnson, who's getting lots of looks from uh, the, the schools uh, in, the, uh, in the East, the Ivy League schools. Brock's a great student, like uh, Harvard and uh, those sort of schools in the Ivy League and then Patriot League. He's going to join us to talk about that. I, uh, I think this is another kid that uh, can, t- can do some big things at the next level. He just has to get the chance, just like uh, the other two. We're going to talk to Anthony about possibly getting into, uh, into the academies, the way he plays, a little, little bit undersized, but he's perfect for the academies, and Chuck Peterson thinks so, so we're going to talk to him about that. And uh, Quentin Davis uh, has gotten an offer from Fresno, and I, I really think that uh, you know he's another guy that needs to uh, get picked up. I mean, sat behind Josh Rosen for uh, three years, and, and look at what he's done coming out here as a senior, leading them back to the Pac-5 championship game in Southern California. So uh, four big guests on the show tonight, and it's all made possible by our partners, beginning with USA Today. Check out uh, the Super 25 at USA Today High School Sports at usatodayhss.com. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at ScoreStream. Get all the scores throughout the weekend on our website, powered by ScoreStream. They've got a great app, and you can uh, have some fun when you're at the game. You can score along, take some pictures, do all kinds of cool stuff. You can get the app by going to uh, the iTunes Store or Google Play, or you can go to the website and learn more at scorestream.com. Also brought to you tonight by Southern Sports TDI Razor, the debris inhibitor razor, keeping those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes and giving you the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. 23 great colors. Use the code HSFA to get a discount on your order when you go to TDIRazor.com. That's Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R. TDIRazor.com. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at Echo 1612 and Crossover. We'll start with Echo 1612. Get instant replay on your sidelines. Get that competitive edge that you need. And uh, this is just great technology created by coaches for coaches. Uh, everybody's trying to follow them, but uh, these guys have it down pat. No cellular, no cellular connection, no Wi-Fi needed, no data plan. It's it's all there for you in one nice, neat package. Use your uh, cameras up top or in the end zone, and boy, you will have a competitive edge. You'll get rid of that, uh, that grease board, that chalkboard, whatever you're using. It's show and tell, baby. Show and tell when you use Echo 1612, as you will be able to teach your players exactly what they did right and wrong eight seconds after the play is completed. Go to echo1612.com. And the good folks at Crossover, I talked to Ken Hoffman uh, there, uh, head of the football operation earlier this week, and Crossover uh, getting some new stuff ready for the 2016 season. I'll be joining them at the uh, AFCA uh, the uh, conference down there in San Antonio coming up in early January. And uh, you need to uh, go to Crossover. Uh, go to them through our website, our banner ad there, and you'll get a free five-minute demo. Sign up for it, and they will break down your game film for you. Yeah, tag it. Give, get, get all that time you spend sitting there in the office uh, without the, the family around, well, you can go spend it with the family and let Crossover do the work for you. It's Crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football for your free five-minute 
demo. All right, big show for you tonight. We are going to have lots of talk coming up here in just a few minutes with uh, the, the two quarterbacks at uh, Bosco and Corona Centennial. And we're going to break the uh, game down with one of the uh, coaches, Chuck Peterson at Olu, who has played uh, both teams this year. He'll give you a great inside look at what this game is going to come down to on Saturday night at Angel Stadium here in Southern California in Anaheim. Taking a break, get a couple of words in here from our partners. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Quentin Davis, the quarterback of St. John Bosco. Sat on the bench for a lot of years, and boy, did he learn from UCLA's freshman quarterback, Josh Rosen, as uh, Davis has taken his team to the th its third straight CIF Southern Section Pac-5 Final. Quentin Davis and then Anthony Catalano. That and more. You're listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, 
And for that extra Bigfoot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. Advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 every Monday at noon Eastern time by going to USA Today hss.com well as we said at the top of the show going to spend a lot of time tonight breaking down what uh, is uh, not only the best game in Southern California or the state of California but in the nation this week as uh, number two St. John Bosco in the High School Football America Top 25 takes on number three Corona Centennial and uh, we're going to do it by talking to the leaders of both of the offenses uh, Quentin Davis from St. John Bosco and a little bit later Anthony Catalano right now Quentin Davis is on the line and uh, give you a couple of stats here on what a great year he's had. Uh, he's completed over 68% uh, of his passes, uh, 211 of 308, 3,661 yards, 39 TDs, only two picks, and he's rushed for uh, nearly 500 yards as well and seven touchdowns, and Quentin's on the line right now to talk about uh, what's been a fabulous year and a huge game coming up. Welcome to the show, Quentin. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Uh, we're glad to have you here, and uh, there's so many things we could talk about here, but I, I guess the, the, the biggest thing as we uh, you know, get ready to dive into this is what a week it is. I mean, literally, this is a game that everybody's been pointing to maybe since the end of last season. I don't know when you guys lost to him in the championship game, but what's the, 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 the atmosphere like on campus, on the practice field? Can you tell us a little bit what it's like? Yeah, definitely. It's super exciting. You know, it's such a great experience to be in the CIF championship for the third year in a row and really, 
you know, have a good team around you that got to this point again, and, and it's just really cool to be able to experience it for myself. And you've had such a, a an incredible run, and I talked to Coach um, uh, Negro about it at the beginning of the year. Obviously, you sat behind very patiently, you know, Josh Rosen uh, for three years, who now is at UCLA, and, and here you are playing in a championship game like he was. What were some of the things that maybe you were able to take out of sitting behind Josh that helps you going into a championship game? Yeah, you know, it's actually really cool, you know, being able to sit behind a guy like Josh Rosen, who is obviously a number ranked, number one ranked quarterback in the country. He was not only, you know, just a highly ranked quarterback, but he was a good friend of mine. So I learned a lot of things on and off the field from him, whether it came from leadership or, you know, how to work in the weight room, how to do certain things with my techniques and stuff like that. So, you know, I would watch Josh play week in and week out, and I would pick the things that I wanted to learn from him. And then I'll pick the things that, you know, maybe he did wrong that I wouldn't do for the next year. Talking with Quentin Davis tonight on High School Football America, brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Uh, big game coming up Saturday night at uh, Angel Stadium. Yes, the home of the uh, Los Angeles Angels as uh, St. John Bosco taking on Corona Centennial. Uh, the winner will uh, go into the State Bowl Championship game, probably against De La Salle, but no, no need to look beyond that one. Quentin, what, you know, you, at the beginning of the year when I, I spoke to Coach Negro during spring ball and all, that uh, obviously there was a competition there you as the senior behind uh, in front of a couple of sophomores were competing for the spot you get the nod you know game one you go out there at what point did it kind of settle into your brain that hey you know what all that waiting all that practice is paying off and I, I yeah I'm, I'm in the right spot and I'm the guy to lead this team was there any moment like that like an aha moment um you know after the first game uh when we beat La Mirada, you know I had a really good sigh of relief just kind of saying you know I appreciate being able to stay here and I was happy that I stayed here and made the right decision. And, and let's talk, you know, I, I gave the numbers at the top there. Those are some impressive numbers. And what's even more impressive, impressive is you haven't played really a lot of full games uh, because of the running clock and you, some blowouts against opponents. You, you sat early. Um, when you hear those numbers, you know, 3,600 yards passing, 39 touchdowns, two pick, you know, all that stuff, you know, what comes to your mind? And is there one, one stat that you, you, you hear in there that uh, makes you pretty proud? Um, we have we have a great team around me. Uh, we have great coaching staff, so we prepare really hard. You know, Coach Johnson, our offensive coordinator, we watch hours on the film. You know, we pre- we pre- we prepare throughout the whole week really hard. And then you know, we have athletes all around me: Devin Fleming, Jared Harrell, Christian Gobert, Berkeley Holman, Anselm Ume, Sean McGrew. You know, all guys that can make plays. So spreading the ball out is really easy, and then numbers come with that. Yeah, absolutely, and let's not leave out those big guys up front. And I do beam big. I, I don't know what the average is now this deep into the season, but I know when I talked to your, your center there, Matt Smith, I think you guys were averaging over 300 at the start of camp. Uh, tell me about those horses and, and what a job they've done for, for not only you but the running backs, the receivers this year. Yeah, we have, we have six or seven offensive linemen who are all great players. You know, they're good kids. You know, I love them to death. Those guys are literally five of my best friends, six of my best friends. I took them out to dinner before the season started. Um, but at the same time, you know, they have Coach Adams, who's a great coach. You know, they they prepare week in and week out, you know, of how, to, you know, the defense is going to go. And then, you know, it's just it works out well. Quentin Davis, the uh, quarterback of St. John Bosco, on the line with us here on High School Football America tonight. I remember talking to you after the uh, the Santa Margarita game, and uh, you know, I asked you, you know, you, you were just smiling. I remember every time you came off the field, the high fives, the celebration, the really kind of you know bringing the teammates together. Um, since since that that was a couple of weeks ago now, I guess, or more than a month ago. Um, tell the listeners here, a national audience. I mean, you just look like you're having fun playing football. Is that the case? 
Yeah, I, I love playing football. So when I'm out on the field, I'm having a good time. You know, I play to have fun. I, I played it for the enjoyment of the game. And that's just the way our team works. You know, we're a family. We're all brothers. So we're playing out there. It's just fun for us. You know, we, we always have a good time out there. Now let's talk about uh, Saturday night's game. You, you, you said what the, the, the atmosphere is like and all that. And obviously we're not going to have you give away game plans here. But, uh, you know, there's certain things you guys are going to have to do right on the offensive side of the ball. I've seen Centennial twice this year very quick. I'm sure you've watched plenty of film. What are, what are some of the things that you think Centennial does well that you guys are going to have to make sure you execute your game on? You know, I think they have a really good coaching staff, just like we do. I think they have great players all across the board. They have good athletes. Obviously, they have a lot of Division One recruits. But you know, I really don't think we should do anything different. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have our same game plans. You know, we're gonna prepare just as hard as we usually do. We're not gonna try to get out of our out of our zone, out of our normalities, what we usually do. So we're gonna do the same thing we always do and come out and just try to execute as well as we can. You, uh, as you mentioned, you know, three straight years in the championship game, you've got that undefeated streak in the Trinity League, which is darn near impossible to even comprehend how many games you've won there in a row. But uh, as I said, the you know last year they got you, 48-41 in the championship game. Uh, certainly, you were not the quarterback then, but uh, you've got a lot of teammates that played in that ball game. Um, how much of what happened last year is being used as motivation, just to say, hey guys, we're not we're not walking off the field with the same feeling this this time around. Yeah, definitely. We had a lot of players returning from that game, and a lot of people have really strong emotions about this game. So it's going to be a big one for us. You know, we really want this one because we we want another ring. We want to go play De La Salle and stay, and it's just something that we want to have, you know, to have under our belt. Quentin Davis on the line tonight, quarterback at St. John Bosco, uh, has had just an incredible year uh, leading uh, this team uh, along there. Like he said, it's not just him, it's his, his teammates. And, you know, one of the things I was wondering about is your defense is so good and you have to face them uh, preparing for opponents. How, how much does a great defense like you guys have help you offensively in, in the week preparing for whether it's this game or next week's game or all the games to this point? Well, I think it's a huge reason why we're so successful. You know, our defense gives us such a great scout team look. And, you know, we're really able to prepare and get a good look at what the opponent's going to give us. And then at the same time, I feel like our scout team offense gives our defense a good look. So that's why our defense is playing so well. You know, both sides of the ball, we we really push each other throughout the week of practice and try to compete the whole time. And that's why we execute so well on Friday nights. Well, Quentin, it's been fun watching this year. I'm going to enjoy watching the game on, on Saturday night. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your busy schedule, and uh, look forward to uh, seeing what happens Saturday night. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. You're very welcome. Taking a break, coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. 
The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USAtodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football.
This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 every Monday at noontime at USA Today hss.com well if you're just joining us we're breaking down the big game uh, the biggest game in the country this week and maybe this year as uh, Corona Centennial gets ready to uh, bang heads with St. John Bosco in the championship game of the CIS Southern section the Pac-5 one of the toughest in the country and uh, we just spoke with uh, Quentin Davis the uh, quarterback at uh, St. John Bosco and as promised on the line right now we have the uh, opposing quarterback Anthony Catalano who has had uh, just an incredible year just like Quentin has. We'll give you some stats here before we get him on the line. Uh, completed over 65% of his passes, uh, 2,600 yards. He's thrown 29 scores, only four picks. He's also run for uh, 846 yards and 11 scores. He's the guy that makes the offense tick. He's got a lot of offensive weapons, and he's on the line right now to talk about the Huskies with us. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're glad to have you here. And let's, uh, you know, just kind of start with a couple of easy questions, which is, uh, you know, obviously it's a huge game. I don't have to hype it any more than it's already, but uh, there's got to be some energy there, I would think, on campus and at practice. Tell us a little bit about what the atmosphere is like there, uh, there at Centennial this week. I mean, we're definitely excited. We've been hearing about this game for a long time, and we're trying to take it one game at a time. But now it's finally here, the, the game we had circled on our schedule, and we're just glad to be back in the championship game trying to defend our title. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I said the same thing to Quentin. You know, it's, it's like us people in the media. We've been, we've been circling this game, I think, since, you know, fall camps opened up and all that. Um, how much pressure did you guys face uh, to, to make sure that you could get to this game that we all thought was a foregone conclusion? I mean, when when we start off our season, we have three goals, and that's to, to win our league, win CIF, and win state. And, I mean, we won our league. We went undefeated throughout the whole season, and now we're on to our second goal of trying to win a CIF title. So it, it's what we expected and where we expected to have, but we definitely knew it was going to take a lot of hard work to get to this point. Let's, uh, you know, dive into a little bit of the, the season at this point. Uh, you know, a uh, big thing for you this year is you didn't have to split the quarterbacking duties, which you did last year. Tell me a little bit about your approach uh, in, in fall camp and how you've, you know, maneuvered yourself into the position where you are, which is to play for this, you know, championship again on Saturday night. I mean, uh, when it came to last year, I was in there half the time, so I didn't get to have a full grasp of, of like what the defense was doing. I got to saw, or I got to see half of what they were showing us, and sometimes they played different stuff due to due to me rotating in there. But this year, I just have a full control. I feel like I have the most, I have more leadership, and and that my guys can trust me, and I can trust them at all times because we're all out there together now. So it's definitely brought a lot of confidence to me. I, I've I've grown a lot mentally in the game, and uh, I'm just glad I can be the leader for my team. Anthony Catalano on the line tonight on High School Football America, brought to you by USA Today High School Sports Super 25. We're talking about the big showdown with St. John Bosco on uh, Saturday night at Angel Stadium. And, 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 you know, obviously you know what that atmosphere is like. Um, it's, it's, it's different. You're playing in a Major League Baseball stadium, one of the top games in the country. Um, how much time do you spend this week uh, telling yourself, uh, whether it's, you know, just before you go to bed or at practice, to make sure you keep yourself calm and focused within and stay within yourself? I mean, I've played in a lot of big games. I'm not trying to be overconfident or, or cocky about it, but I mean, I've, I've been in these kind of situations. I've played at Angel Stadium. Uh, I've been I've been down a touchdown, trying to trying to get the lead back in Angel Stadium, or whether it's playing Dayla Salle in the state championship. So I have the confidence, and I just got to show my my teammates, the safe boys, and and that that we can do it, and we don't need to see the bright lights and get shocked like we've been there before. So it's definitely <laughs> something that we've been trying to to get to our young guys who haven't experienced this, but we've had. Uh, 
we have a lot of returning starters who got to play in this game last year, so we definitely have that that knowledge of what's to be expected. Yeah, and and you're right. It's 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 just a fact. It's not being cocky when you say that. Anthony Catalano on the line, the quarterback of Corona Centennial, nationally ranked in all the polls, ranked very very high. We've got a number three in our algorithm, and uh, we're thinking that uh, this game is going to be a, a shootout. And I, I guess you know, let's let's talk about uh, some of the skill players. You know, certainly you've put up great numbers, but you've got you know whether it's JJ or Javon. Tell me what it's like to play in an offense and be the the trigger man for an offense. You you have so many weapons to choose from. What's that What's that like? I mean, it's it's awesome. It's really like it's truly fun to play. And you're supposed to have fun playing football, but I think it just makes it ten times better when you're playing in my offense with Coach Logan. I mean, I have a great running back in JJ Taylor, so we want to run the football and just see the amazing things he does. My offensive line does a great job. But we everyone talks about Javon McKinley because he's a top recruited receiver in the nation, and that's the respect that he deserves. But I have three other great receivers: Cameron Jackson, Samate Bonner, and Troy Spencer that that have been doing a great job. And I mean, last year. We, we were kind of a two, two receiver offense. We only really threw the guys to, threw the ball to Javon and Grayson Bankhead, who's at Cal now. But this year we have, we have a four receiver attack where we can get the ball to all four of our receivers and they can make plays. So, I mean, I'm just a point guard out there trying to distribute the ball to my playmakers and it's, it's really fun. Yeah, you do a pretty darn good job of it. And you just said there, it's kind of fun to watch JJ. I mean, obviously after you hand off the ball, do you get that kind of peek and go, wow, I'm, I'm watching something pretty great out here. What's, what's it like after you hand off the ball and then just kind of, I guess you're looking at highlights of the future of what he's going to be in college. Yeah, I mean, my job is to make the read and then carry out my fake, and I'm not. I'm supposed to try to get defenders to come to me, but it's kind of difficult because you hand the ball off to JJ and you want to see what he's gonna, what he's <laughs> gonna do. Is he gonna go jump over a defender or make him fall with an ankle breaker move or something like that? So, I mean, I've known JJ since I was a little kid, and he's been making spectacular plays his whole life. So it's just, uh, it's amazing to watch. I've been having a lot of fun watching him myself. Uh, Anthony Catalano on the line tonight, the quarterback of Corona Centennial, playing St. John Bosco this Saturday at Angel Stadium for the championship and the right to go on to the state championship game. When all likelihood that'll be against De La Salle. And let's uh, let's you know one of the things I was thinking about, and I, I, I said this to Quentin, and I want your take on it too. I love your defense. I mean, the way you guys fly to the ball. You're not necessarily the biggest defense, but speed and all that. You get to practice against those guys, you know, each and every day. How much does that help you as an offense? unit to play such a good defense which just happens to be your own i mean in the past years i mean a lot of people have, have given our defense some grace because they haven't been uh, at the top of the game but this year they really stepped it up i mean we just play as a team this year they're fast they're physical i mean like you said they're not very big but that comes with us being a public school we don't have we don't get kids that the private schools get but um i mean we make it work and we just it, it's really awesome because it's made our offense so much better and, and like our offense I think this year, at this point in time, we're averaging the most points we ever had in our school history. So it's definitely because our defense can get us the ball and get us stops now. We can just do our thing. So in practice, that's what is making our offense the best. Yeah, I've been very, very impressed defensively with you guys this year. Corona Centennial uh, taking on St. John Bosco Saturday night uh, here in Southern California. Uh, a couple of other questions before we let you go here, which is, you know, you guys have, just like Bosco, you've played a lot of games where you guys have been, you know, the game's been kind of in the bag, if you will, at, at halftime, which means you don't get to play a full game. But down the stretch here, like last week against Modern Day, you kind of had to fend them off at the end. Uh, uh, does that help you, the fact that you guys are getting a little bit more time on the field uh, heading into this championship? championship game um i think it definitely does um like we haven't we haven't had a game like that all year i mean although they played us tough so um it definitely is going to help us in the long run well, let's just wrap up with you know the quick question which is we know how good bosco is we know how good you guys are what are the things you have to do right to come out on top saturday night 
I mean, we just have to execute. Um, that's that's the main thing for us. We, we, every time we get the ball, we have to score. That's that's our motto: score every possession. But I think definitely not turning the ball over and not giving them any chance to to win the game. Like we we can't beat ourselves. That's definitely going to be the biggest thing. Well, Anthony, uh, congratulations on what's been an outstanding year so far. Hopefully, it continues for a couple more games for you and your teammates. And we appreciate you joining us on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Very welcome. Taking a break. Coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com.
If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K.com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USAtodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 by going to usatodayhss.com. Well, we continue our preview of America's biggest high school football game, not only this weekend, but, but maybe this year as uh, St. John Bosco collides with Corona Centennial. Bosco number two in our rankings, Centennial number three. Two great coaches, lots of talent on both sides of the ball, and we thought there was no better way to kind of sum it up than bring in uh, Chuck Peterson, a good friend of ours here at High School Football America, the head coach at Orange Lutheran in Southern California in the Trinity League. This year he had the, I think we're going to say pleasure, we'll figure that in a second from coach, but played St. John Bosco in the league and twice played Corona Centennial, once in the regular season and once in the playoffs. He knows a thing or two about both teams and I think he can break it down for us. Welcome to the show, Chuck. Jeff, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it and uh, first of all, just want to thank you for what you do for certainly high school football uh, in uh, in this country. Well, thank you for, for that. And as you know, I respect uh, what you've done uh, at the collegiate level and now at the high school level. So mutual admiration society here. And I guess before we dive into it, I, I said you had the, the honor and the pleasure. I, I don't know. You played the toughest <laughs> schedule in the, in the country this year. Uh, what was it like to play those two before we kind of go and do a deep dive on it? How good are these two teams? Well, they're, they're outstanding. Uh, they're both teams very well coached. Uh, certainly, they're tremendous athletically. Uh, very good up front. Uh, either neither one of those teams really have a weakness that, as you look at, you could break down. But it was, it, you know, our schedule this year was uh, certainly challenging. Uh, but you know, in a in a world of high school football, I think ultimately the kids 20 years from now are going to look back and go, you know, we had a chance to play basically the top three teams in the nation, uh, one of them twice. And <laughs> it's uh, something that not a lot of people can, 
can say. No, that's absolutely correct. And just uh, so the listeners know uh, what the schedule will look like, uh, Centennial twice, as we already said, De La Salle on the road, Vista Murrieta playing for a Southern Section Championship uh, Friday night, Modern Day, which had a great year. We have them in the top 50 in the country. Uh, obviously, all the, the games in, in the Trinity League are good, and, and it's just, you know, then you had the postseason run. You had St. Bonaventure and another good team. So you, you, you had your fair share of tough opponents out there, and we'll talk about that at the end and kind of wrap up your season. But let's let's kind of do a, a little bit of a deeper dive here. You played uh, both teams very, very well. As a matter of fact, you had Corona Centennial in the, in the regular season. Uh, you had them at the half. You were up, and, and I remember talking to Matt Logan at the end of the game, and Matt said, you know what, we needed that punch in the mouth. So, so tell us a little bit about um, your preparation for them and, and some of the things that Corona does very well and will need to do well against St. John Bosco. Well, it, you know, obviously the, the we've seen him twice, so I think uh, we can take a little bit from both games. First of all, I'd, I'd tell Matt that he needs to give me some of his money if he thought uh, we helped him by punching him in the mouth a little bit. Um, <laughs> so uh, when you talk to him, I'll expect a check in the mail. But um, seriously, I the thing that impressed me as much about Centennial this year as opposed to a year ago when we played him was the, the marked improvement on defense uh, that they made. Uh, a year ago, I felt like they were very, very good on offense. Their system is tremendous, uh, but they had to outscore people. Um, that's not the case this year. Uh, they're not only very good athletically and physically, but they have a great scheme. And so defensively, they made a great jump. Uh, offensively, you know, they have tremendous skill kids. Uh, their scheme uh, creates uh, problems for you on defense. Uh, but when you have to make a decision, do you let J.J. Taylor beat you, Javon McKinley beat you, Anthony Catalano beat you, or, by the way, the other three receivers that they'll throw to just as much, uh, you you got to pick your poison. And it's uh, very difficult to match up with him from a skill standpoint. And we just had uh, Anthony Catalano on the line. And, I, I, you know, it's very rare that I go out onto a football field and feel like a big man. But when uh, interviewing Anthony or, or J.J., uh, I actually have a little height advantage there. <laughs> they are not big kids at all. And let's talk about Anthony. I mean, talk about a kid that, that I think can play at the next level, but because of those those size limitations, I guess, that all the recruiters in that take a look at, um, you know, may, maybe not getting those looks. But you're a guy that, that coached at Air Force. You know the academy as well. Your son's playing right now at the Naval Academy. Um, I would think he would be a pretty good fit at that level. Uh, what What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt that he would. Um, you know, Anthony reminds me of the kids that I coached at Air Force at that position, uh, whether it was a D. Dallas or a Blaine Morgan or a Mike Thiessen. Um, highly competitive, a tremendous leader, extremely tough. Um, I think Anthony would tell you in the two games we played them, we probably beat him up as much as he got beat up all year. And, and uh, you know, as much credit as, uh, and rightfully so, J.J. gets and Javon get, the stir that drinks, uh, the straw that stirs the drink is, mm-hmm. is Anthony Catalano. And he makes them go. Uh, so I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. Uh, you know, I've tried in, in small ways 
uh, through my connections uh, in the collegiate football world, have tried to help him in recruiting and continue to do so uh, with Matt's blessing. But uh, I, I think he'd be a tremendous player for a lot of people just because of, of those qualities that I mentioned. And I, uh, you and I have had the conversation. I know that uh, Anthony has reached out to you, and I think that's one of the things that I, I love about you, which is, you know, you're a, yes, you're a high school football coach in a very competitive situation, in a very competitive league, but uh, you're all about helping the student-athlete out there. And, uh, you know, just in general, um, because you're you're kind of new to the high school game, as we've said before, because of your collegiate background and all that. Uh, what, what's it like uh, at this level to do things like that where, you know, you got a great coach like Matt. Obviously, you're well-respected and have a great heart for the game. Um, tell me a little bit about the, the camaraderie and, and how that all works. And, 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 and do you enjoy the collegiate or the high school level over the collegiate level now? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I enjoy uh, everything about it. You know, obviously it's, it helps that I'm in a tremendous school environment, and uh, the administration and the people here at Orange Lutheran have been tremendous to me. We have great kids, and and I think ultimately at the end of the day, whether you're coaching in the NFL or at the high school level, if you're surrounded by great kids and great people that support you, uh, you're you're crazy not to have a good time. Uh, you know, we don't work a day in our life, um, but. I've enjoyed uh, getting to know uh, the coaches here in this area, certainly the coaches in our league, uh, and have a great amount of respect. And, you know, sometimes what happens is you get a, oh, there's a kind of a mindset that, well, he's just a high school football coach. Well, you know, I can vouch that the guys we play against could coach at any level. And uh, they're tremendous in scheme. They're tremendous in fundamentals. And, uh, you know, so I have a great amount of respect for all of them. Talking to Chuck Peterson tonight, head coach at Orange Lutheran here in Southern California, breaking down uh, the uh, St. John Bosco Corona Centennial game coming up, the uh, Pac-5 championship, uh, which if, in many respects, if De La Salle wasn't on the horizon, is is the state championship here in California, which is coming up at uh, uh, Angel Stadium, the Big A, as I, I used to call it. I guess they used to call it that as well. Uh, coach, one of the things that, that I've noticed about uh, Centennial, and as you know, I'm, I'm new to the area too, and there are run-oriented teams which a lot of people don't think that because, you know, Anthony can throw the football. There's splits uh, in the running game and all that. I mean, when I was watching them against you in the second game, it just really stood out in the lens as I was shooting the highlights. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that offensive scheme and, and how you go against it? Because I don't know how big those gaps are, but it looks like you can run a truck through it when they break break the huddle. Well, they don't go into huddle, but when they line up. Well, I, you're right. I think it, it starts with, with that. Um makes you defensively uh, have to defend them differently and um, you know, because you don't see it very much. And, and it's a pick-your-poison uh, because we've seen people play people in the gap and get washed, and now all of a sudden you've got two gaps you're defending. Uh, so it's really very, very difficult. Um, obviously, with a, a kid like J.J., he doesn't need a whole, a, a whole lot to get through and uh he's a tremendous player but uh you know matt and and his offensive guys do a tremendous job they know their system they know the answers and that's the whole thing with with them it's a system so if you do this they know that they're going to do that and if you do something else they're going to do something else and uh and they know it and they their kids execute at a very high level 
Chuck Peterson on the line tonight. Uh, Olu's head coach, Orange Lutheran, here in Southern California. Let's flip it over to, to Bosco, a, a league opponent for you. Uh, again, uh, you played them as tough as anyone did this year. Um, we had Quentin Davis on the show earlier. What a, what a story that is, sitting behind Josh Rosen for so many years, and, and now the main man is a senior. Let's, let's kind of start there with, with Quentin, and, and I think, at least numbers-wise, and what I've seen eyeball you know, out on the field, they haven't missed a beat, and Maybe, just maybe, if I can say this, they might be better with Quentin Davis at the quarterback position. How do you see it? Well, I think it's crazy to say that, but but numbers tell you that they haven't lost anything. And, you know, as far as, as the player and, and Quentin, I have as much respect for the job he did this year as, as any kid because uh, when they lost Josh, obviously a three-year starter, you know the talent is there because he starts as a true freshman at, at UCLA. The scuttlebutt was, well, there's no way they'll be as good because they lost Josh. Well, uh, there's a lot of pressure on a 17-year-old kid to come in and have to keep this thing going, and uh, he is not even blinked. Uh, very efficient, very accurate, uh, manages their game, and and does a tremendous job. Um uh, you know, so I have a great deal of respect for Quentin and the job he's done, and certainly the coaching job they've done to put him in a position to be successful. Breaking down St. John Bosco and Corona Centennial with uh, Chuck Peterson at Orange Lutheran. Played Corona Centennial twice this year. St. John Bosco once. Nobody better in the country to uh, be able to break down this game. And we talked about uh, the diminutive size on, on Centennial's quarterback and, and running back. Uh, my, my other favorite guy that I always love talking to on that team is uh, Sean McGrew. I mean, talk about a kid that you know plays two times bigger than his size. Uh, what, what does was, what does Sean give you defensively that you've got to guard against when you go into playing Bosco? Well, you know he's he's a guy. Obviously, you have to you have to stop the run against Bosco first. Uh, make them one dimensional, and Sean's a guy that won't allow you to necessarily do that. You can be right schematically, and he's still going to make yards. A, I think they do a great job up front but b um he is so strong and physical uh different than jj jj is more elusive make you miss guy sean is stronger and much faster straight line uh you know when he gets in the open field he's gonna he's a legitimate 10 600 meter kid he'll run away from you uh so he's a threat as jj is but different in the way they approach things Mm -hmm. let's let's flip it over to the defensive side I've told a lot of people this year when they've asked me how good Bosco is and I've made the statement I'm on the record I've seen a thousand high school games in person and I'm not talking about film in in person and and Bosco is the best team I've ever seen in 40 years of doing this and what makes them I think so good is I don't know if I've seen a defense as a whole as quick as this one now Centennial's quick don't get me wrong but I, I see them as as one of the quickest I've ever seen. How how tough is this defense to go against? Extremely difficult. I mean, you start with four D1s in the secondary, <laughs> um, which doesn't happen very often. Tremendous. Uh, it, it's amazing. When, when they lost Jaleel and that crew a year ago, two years ago, I thought, wow, okay, we finally get to play Bosco when they don't have a bunch of D1s. Well, they got them again. <laughs> um, these guys were unbelievable. Uh the other thing that really makes them very special this year 
is their depth up front on the defensive line. Um, literally, they're going to play 10 kids, and there's not a drop-off between 1 and 10. Uh, it's unbelievable. And so that being said, you, you know, you add the physical nature to their kids up front along with the kids in the back half, and uh, they're pretty good. Um, I, one of the best players we played against was uh, Collier, their defensive end. Um, yes. As a, he's a junior. Uh, he'll ride his ticket anywhere he wants to go. He's amazing. He had a big game against you. I remember that and talking to him after the game. Chuck Peterson on the line, uh, talking St. John Bosco and Corona Centennial. Um, I've been joking with everyone. It starts at 8 o'clock. Um, a-, a hundred points later, we may get out of there somewhere <laughs> around midnight, I think. And let's uh, let's. And I, I won't I won't even give you the pressure of asking for a prediction. I'm just going to flip into uh, to wrap up here to talk a little bit about your season and. We said at the top, you know, Orange Lutheran played uh, arguably, you know, the toughest or top two or three at the most, or the least, I guess, uh, schedules in the country there. Uh, You come out six and six, you got into the second round of the postseason. Tell me a little bit about uh, some of the things that really made you smile this year as you look back on the year. Well, I think uh, offensively we we played at a pretty high level most of the year. Um, You know, we were really good in the run game. And we were very, very explosive and, and the best uh, in the throwing game that we've been in the four years I've been here. We're, we're pretty balanced in the, in the way that I want to be balanced. Uh, um, defensively, uh, we, we battled. And, again, you know, as you look, the people we played, um, they're hanging <coughs> half a hundred on most people. So it's really hard <coughs> to play defense against the people we played. But I thought our kids uh, kept battling, kept getting better. Um, you know, obviously, we'd like to still be playing like everybody would, and uh, uh, but we also know that the people we got beat by were people that were pretty dang good, yeah. and uh, we could play Bosco ten times, and uh, the outcome might not be much different uh, in most of those situations. Same thing with Centennial, but when we walked out on the field, we battled, and Certainly, I know there's no moral victories in this, but, uh, you know, we feel good about the way we competed. Talking to Chuck Peterson tonight, uh, Orange Lutheran's head coach. Uh, he just broke down St. John Bosco and Corona Centennial. were wrapping up what was a, a very good season. And I don't know if I'm going to phrase this question correctly, but um, as I said earlier, you know, you had the big schedule. And, and at one stretch, you had Centennial, De La Salle on the road, Vista Murrieta, and Modern Day. And that's not a slight to the people that came after that. But those four teams are four quality programs, obviously. Uh, in the middle of that, can you look back? I mean, what were the kids saying? I mean, as you said, it, it, 20 years from now, you're going to go down as one of the, the, the biggest stretch runs ever. I mean, were there some moments in that stretch run where you, you heard some cool things from the kids? Like, wow, coach, this is great. Did you love the way they competed? Is there any, again, I don't know if it's the right question, but I'm just trying to look for a nugget no, in that stretch. Yeah, no, there was, from the day we announced our schedule, there was excitement. Uh, there was excitement from certainly our players, uh, our families, uh, our community. Uh, yeah, again, everybody was excited. And uh, and that didn't that excitement didn't wane. Um, you know, the trip to De La Salle was one we'll always remember. Uh, you know, but so from that standpoint, you know, everybody knows when we get into Trinity League, it's a gauntlet anyway. So our non-league was was probably the difference, and, uh, and again, it, it goes back to helping our kids here 
experience all that they need to experience at the high school level. Well, Coach, uh, as I said, respect not only what you do with the X's and O's and, and all that. It goes beyond that. It's off the field what you do. It's always good to have a, a friend like you uh, in the business here, especially uh, in, in the local area where we are. We appreciate everything you do for, for us and all what you do for the kids and your school. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. And uh, I don't know if you're going to catch a peak of the game or not, but it, it's going to be a darn good one, that's for sure. Thanks for joining Absolutely. us tonight. Absolutely. It'll be a heck of a ball game. And I, again, appreciate you, Jeff, and I loved uh, being on with you. You're very welcome. Going to take a break. Coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. 
If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 at usatodayhss.com. Well, our journey here in Southern California with quarterbacks tonight goes to Mission Viejo, a young man who had an awesome game last weekend. We're going to talk about that. And also some of the great stuff he's done over his junior and senior seasons. He's from a family of quarterbacks. Dad was a quarterback at El Toro back in the day, went on to college in the pros. His uncle, a 10-year veteran of the NFL, and uh, played for uh, Brock's grandfather Bob Johnson the head coach at Mission Viejo but right now we're going to focus on Brock Johnson the senior at Mission Viejo they're number 24 in the latest high school football America top 25 big game this weekend taking on uh, Vista Murrieta in the CIF Southern Section West Valley Division Finals and Brock's on the line to talk about uh, not only that game but uh, what happened last week and what's been a real fun run for him over the last two years welcome to the show Brock Thank you so much. Glad to be here. And we're glad to have you here, and there's a lot to talk about. So we're going to talk about your, your kind of your bloodline there on the quarterback level. But let's, let's get the fresh out of the voice. Last week, seven touchdown passes to break Mark Sanchez, the current quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles record. He, of course, an alum of Mission Viejo. Uh, just an outstanding game for you, nearly perfect. Uh, tell me a little bit about that game. Uh, did, did you come out feeling pretty, pretty stoked that you're going to throw seven touchdown passes? Of course you didn't but I just want to know how you felt and how, how do you feel about the game looking back on it yeah it felt great uh, the goal definitely wasn't to throw seven touchdown passes but I got to give credit to the receivers they did a great job with yards after the catch and running great routes and my line would give me plenty of time all night just found a way to, I guess, score seven touchdowns somehow. <laughs> it's a nice round number. Again, uh, Mark Sanchez uh, held the record since 2003. He had six in a game. We're talking to Brock Johnson tonight from Mission Viejo, the quarterback at Mission Viejo, a program in the top 25 right now. It's been a great program for a long time, and there's been a lot of great quarterbacks out there. It doesn't stop uh, just with Mark Sanchez. Talk a little bit about um, the pressure of being a quarterback uh, at Mission Viejo. Not only the pressure of being a quarterback, but 
the uh, the quarterback whose grandfather's the head coach and and dad and uncle were pretty good in their day too and they're your coaches well how much pressure is on you to perform there at Michigan Viejo there's definitely a ton of external pressure growing up around it I know the legacy that my family name comes with and how good mission's always been especially with quarterbacks so there's definitely a lot of external pressure but my family does a great job of not putting any added weight or pressure on my shoulders and I know I can just relax and play football and do what I love let's let's talk a little bit about the bloodline we'll start with your grandfather and the video piece that we did on you earlier this year that was on our website on USA Today High School Sports uh, talked about uh, granddad and, 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 and Bob Johnson for those of you who don't know not only has he won a lot of games he's also known as a guy that, that can create some good quarterbacks but he's a tough guy but, but in that video piece Brock uh, uh, granddad said he's just your grandfather out there describe the relationship you have with, with your granddad when it comes to on the football field yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it. He's my grandfather. Um, one time, sophomore year, he called me into his office and explained how he knew that my dad and Ro- Coach Rob, my uncle, would be hard on me. And he, he described him the other day as pit bulls, and he's the golden retriever. <laughs> so they're, uh, they're, they're a little bit more harsh and more in your face, and he's more of the patch on your butt, everything's going to be all right, hang in there, you're doing a good job type guy. Let's then go to, to, to Uncle, Uncle Rob, a long time in the NFL there, and your dad also played in the NFL. Tell, tell us a little bit about that relationship. Uh, you know, we know Dad's the tough one, but uh, what's, what's Rob like when it comes to coaching you? He's just another mind out there. Sometimes him and my dad completely agree, and sometimes they completely disagree, but no matter what, he's just another voice that brings a ton of knowledge to the game and helps me a ton. And for the listeners that don't know, uh, Rob and Brett both played for uh, Coach Johnson, Bob Johnson, when he was at El Toro. I've, I've said on the show before, I actually uh, saw your dad play when they played in Pennsylvania back in uh, 1986 at Whitehall High School. That was a, kind of a crazy game. First time a California team went all the way across the country. Dad was interesting. He had some wheels, had a good arm. Uh, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about the relationship with Dad and, 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 and what's it like? I mean, you, you got the at-home stuff and you got the on-the-home field stuff. How do you guys handle that? the two of you yeah we um on the field he's my coach and off the field he's right back to being my dad so we never take stuff home we're never you know coaching at home or working on stuff sometimes you know like give me pointers we can watch things on film which is a bonus but He's definitely my coach on the field and my dad off the field, and I love that. Brock Johnson on the line tonight, the uh, quarterback at Mission Viejo, one of the top teams in the country this year on a, on a long win streak uh, back in the sectional finals out here, hoping for a shot at a state championship if they can get it done on Friday night. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the television show Blue Bloods on CBS, but it's about a, a police family, and uh, they, they always have a dinner, and during that dinner, everybody sits down, and they're all police officers or lawyers, and they talk about the family business business, which is being in law enforcement. So when the Johnsons sit down at Thanksgiving dinner, uh, how much talk is there about football and, and quarterbacking? <laughs> There's definitely quite a lot of talk about football, and it's definitely in the prayer to pray for another win that week, and uh, definitely competitive at all times. Everything's a competition. Who can throw this little waste back? This little piece of paper in a wastebasket, whatever. There's always competition going on. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. Brock Johnson is on the line tonight, uh, quarterback at Mission Viejo. They're in the uh, the West Valley Division Championship game against Vista Murrieta. We're going to talk about that uh, game coming up here in, in just a second. But let's talk about your, your growth as a quarterback. Certainly uh, they've all had a hand in it, whether it's your grandfather, your uncle, or your dad. Um, but from last year to this year, and I talked to a coach the other day, I won't – 
say who he was, but he was just saying, man, Brock has come a long way. Yes, he won a championship last year, but there's a different guy out on the field there this year. He's really the guy in charge. Tell me a little bit about how you view your your improvement this year, and, and, and do you feel like you're a different guy from the guy that won a championship last year? Yeah, I do feel like I am. I feel like I'm able to be more of a leader and more of a commanding voice now that I'm a senior, definitely. And, I mean, the growth, it was it was rocky at the beginning of last year, starting off 0-2. And uh, it was really the whole team bonding together to win a championship last year. And I felt like I worked hard this off season, and I'm happy to see that some of it's paying off so far. Yeah, it's, it definitely is. You guys are undefeated going into the game. You've got a 25-game win streak cracking along here. So it's working out. Brock Johnson on the line tonight. We're talking Mission Viejo football here in Southern California, a top program for a long time. They've cranked out a lot of good quarterbacks uh, just last week. Seven touchdown passes for Brock, uh, breaking Mark Sanchez's uh, school record. And, of course, uh, Mark Sanchez, the uh, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Um, let's, let's, let's discuss a little bit about... Um, and have a little fun with this too. So uh, you're in a you're in a, a big game situation. A big play call comes up. You've got uh, three really great Johnson minds there. You're you're not bad yourself. <laughs> what what's that like on the sideline when you're you're trying to get down to it? Who who has the last say on what? I'd say my dad Brett probably has the last say on the specific play on the situation though. Like let's say if it was fourth down and goal, and we got to decide whether to kick a field goal or go for it, go for it. That's probably my grandpa, my grandpa's decision on that. Okay, what about uh, when you come to the line of scrimmage? How much, how much uh, uh, leeway do you have on checking off and checking down and going to a, a different play? Most of my leeway on checking and audibles is mostly in the run game, calling opposites and switching run plays, but I definitely have freedom in pass plays too to call what I, call what I want if I see something I like. And you talked earlier in the in the show about uh, you know you didn't throw seven touchdown passes alone. Obviously, you talked about your receivers, but let's uh, let's give you the opportunity here to talk about some of your uh, teammates and and what they've been able to do for you this year. And let's let's start up front with the guys that protect you. Let's get some names in there and and tell me about uh, what you like about them as an offensive unit. All right, I'll start over at my left tackle, Zach Ayler. Big kid, definitely a leader. He's uh, got a lot of interest from colleges. A um, couple offers right now, I think, and he's a big, nasty, great guy to protect you on the left side. Uh, one of my good, long friends, Ness Haliakala, Samoan kid. Uh, I've grown up with him my whole life, and he's a great friend of mine. He plays left guard. Our center is Ricky Bowman. He had he had big shoes to fill this year, following three-year starter Cole Smith, who's now at USC, and he's done a great job, and he's really played great so far in the playoffs. And then right guard Carter Hartman who's a defensive tackle who's committed to Harvard, and he's really playing great for us this year. And then Jared Patterson, who's only a sophomore, but is really playing really great this year. And uh, the the camaraderie with those guys, because, you know, Mission Viejo is a kind of a small community. You, you mentioned you've known them for a long time. I mean, how much does that help you guys when you're out there on the field? It helps a ton. You know, you, they're your brothers, and you have to be able to trust each other. So going out to dinners every Pretty much every night of the week, we're all going out to dinner together and just bonding as a team, becoming brothers. And I mean, it helps a lot on the field. Talking with uh, Brock Johnson tonight, the quarterback at Mission Viejo here in Southern California. And you, we didn't get the names in on the wide receivers, but let's get to those skill guys. And you, know, you did a great job uh, on the offensive line. I'll let you take it away there. Who are the guys that make you look good? We kind of go a uh, running carousel at uh, running back. So we have uh, transfer Colin Schooler, who's a junior. He's really a he, puts his head in there and he's a tough guy 
And then Isaiah Miller, who got injured a couple weeks ago, but he was great for us all season. And then receivers, our leading receiver is Austin Osborne, who's only a sophomore, playing really well. He actually set the school record for most touchdowns in a single season at 17, I believe it is now. And then Jason Lee, senior, one of my best friends. He's one of our great receivers. Zach Taylor, another best friend, senior of mine. And then Elijah Griffin, who's a receiver. He's a defensive back as well with an offer from Colorado. So we've got a really great receiving core this year. Brock Johnson on the line tonight. Mission Viejo's quarterback here in Southern California and mentioned the big game coming up here. This one you need not only to win a championship but have a, a chance to go. And by the way, folks, for those of you that don't know, winning a championship in the, the southern section of the CIF is, is like winning a state championship at many levels. But if you get past that one, you've got a shot at going on to uh, up north to, to go play for a state championship. But let's let's take Vista Murrieta. You guys beat them last year in the championship game. I think this is their fifth straight straight, maybe their sixth straight uh, appearance in the finals. They've played Corona Centennial in the past. Uh, tell me a little bit about this program, what you know about them coming into tonight or Friday night's game, and, and what you have to do to win the game. Yeah, Vista Marietta, they're a great team. Played them last year. They've been in the finals plenty of years in a row now. They have one loss on the year. They played a really tough schedule and beat some really good teams in playoffs. I know they're coming off a five-overtime victory last week which that was just a crazy game, and we've been watching film this week and getting ready for them. They're a really good team. Yeah, no, absolutely. Their one loss uh, was to uh, Orange Lutheran out of the Trinity League here, and like you said, a 62-56 thriller. I, I was watching that on Twitter. If you can watch something on Twitter, I'm like, what, another overtime? Pretty wild. But now you yeah. guys you guys got to go on the road. Uh, you know, the top C, you're going on the road. That, that makes it a little bit tougher. Uh, what's it like to play a championship game in hostile territory like that? Uh, it'll be crazy. I'm sure they'll have a... I know that they're bringing in at least an extra thousand seats to house our, all of our fans. I know they get big crowds out there, so it'll definitely be an intense environment, but we'll be ready for it. Brock Johnson on the line tonight, uh, Mission Viejo High School here in Southern California. Let's wrap up uh, with a, a couple of things. Uh, one of the things that got a little bit of publicity here by the Orange County Register was uh, you dropped off Twitter uh, to focus on football heading into the year. Uh, explain to our listeners what that was all about, because everybody these days wants to make their mark on Twitter. You're like, no, nah, I'm going to focus on football. Why, why'd you do it? Uh, actually, I started that the year before my junior season. I dropped off Instagram, and I do the same thing. I drop off Twitter and Instagram right before the season. Uh, my Uncle Rob actually advised me to do that. He said, don't read the newspaper. Don't go on social media. You're not going to gain anything from those things. You know, you're just going to hear things that you shouldn't. So I'm just focusing on football. And I mean, I'd rather watch film at night than be on Twitter and Instagram till midnight. It is kind of a waste of time, even though I have to do it for my business. But I, I, I applaud you for that. I think, I think Uncle Rob had a good, good idea there for you. Talking to Brock Johnson tonight, Mission Viejo High School. We're going to wrap things up here uh, with. Um, uh, let, let's just talk about recruiting. Uh, you, as I said, your dad uh, and your uncle have played at the, the the next level, which is a big level up. Actually, two levels up: NFL and uh, college football. I know you had. A a lot of looks from the Ivy League. How, how's this year's performance helping you out with maybe getting some looks elsewhere? Because I know you've got bigger dreams and goals. Yeah, I just I want to play it wherever I can, biggest level possible. I know I, Princeton was at the game last week, and Coach Verbit from Princeton came by last night and watched our practice. And then Georgetown's coming by later this week. So I'm just 
looking to see wherever I can play. I want to play the biggest possible level I can. Uh, Princeton and Georgetown, that, that means you, you, you're pretty good in the classroom. Talk about uh, balancing <laughs> uh, the two. I, I can't even spell Princeton. I, I, I know how to drive <laughs> through the town. That's about it. But tell me a little bit about the balance of being an athlete and tr- being a true student athlete. Yeah, my grandpa, Coach Johnson, he's always preached that growing up. He's always, I've always heard him say that to the players that school comes first, and I've always you know, focused on that. Because you know, I've seen so many kids growing up that, that had the skill to play at the next level, but this just didn't have the grades. So I've always made sure that I was a priority to get my grades first and let the playing come second. And uh, we'll wrap up with the, the one question we asked you in the video, and you talked about it. Uh, faith is a big big thing in your life. You're, you're not a guy that just feels like uh, you're kind of floating around out there on the football field without some help. Tell me how faith plays into being a high school football player. Yes, faith, faith is a huge, plays a huge role in my life. I, I'm a Christian, and I first started going to church before my freshman football season. On the back of my towel, actually, I have a, a prayer, a verse, Isaiah 40, verses 29 through 31. I read that to the team in our prayer before every game. And my faith is definitely very important to me. I heard a quote once, uh, pray about it as much as you think about it. And I think that's definitely true, especially on a week like this, where all you can do is think about the game and definitely pray about it a lot. Makes a lot of sense. We're going to go out on a high note. That's uh, something that everybody should listen to. Uh, Brock, we really appreciate you joining us on the show. I have appreciated getting to to know you and your family over the last uh, couple of weeks here as we did the video on that. And wish you nothing but success uh, Friday night and hopefully maybe the rest of the way for you guys. So thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, that's Brock Johnson, quarterback at Mission Viejo. Again, seven touchdown passes in a game. That's a big number. And great young man as well, as have been all of the quarterbacks that we've talked to on the show tonight. Quentin Davis from St. John Bosco and uh, Anthony Catalano from Corona Centennial. What a collision that will be at Angel Stadium uh, Saturday night, 8 o'clock, and uh, we'll be there. We'll have complete coverage of the game and post-game wrap-up. Two of the best in the country uh, vying for the right to, uh, barring a big upset up north, take on De La Salle in the state championship game in the Open Division. Hey, if you just tuned in, uh, some other big news for Corona Centennial today. Uh, uh, we put it out around noontime Pacific time. Uh, we work together with um, the Honor Group and the Honor Bowl, which is played out here in Southern California this year, will feature uh, many big games. But the biggest one right now, because we've announced our first matchup that I uh, helped Mark Soto put together, is IMG Academy coming out here from Florida, from Bradenton, Florida. They're number seven in the High School Football America Top 25 right now. Their season is over because they uh, do not play for a state championship in Florida. They will play Corona Centennial Labor Day weekend next year, 2016. Uh, just a huge game. Two great coaches, a great cause. Uh, you can learn more by uh, going to highschoolfootballamerica.com to read the story and the news release. So uh, just happy to be involved with that, and we're going to be making some announcements here over the next uh, several weeks about some of the other uh, games that are going to be played out here this year as we're uh, taking it from being an awesome uh, SoCal event to something that brings in the top teams from around the country and educates our student-athletes, our coaches, the teams, and the communities about uh, the importance of our military and what they do to preserve our freedom each and every day. I want to thank all of our partners on the show tonight, beginning with USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 every day, every Monday at noontime, Eastern Time at usatodayhss.com. Echo 1612, get instant replay on your sidelines. Eight, minute, eight seconds after the play. Eight minutes will be a long time, by the way, but eight seconds is what it is after the play is done. Uh, designed by coaches for coaches, make 
tomorrow's adjustments today. That's their slogan. Learn more at echo1612.com. By crossover, get your game film broken down. You won't be sitting there all weekend long just driving yourself crazy, breaking down the game film for your upcoming opponent or your own game film for that matter. You can have Crossover do it for you. Get a free five-minute demo by going to crossover.com forward slash football or... You can just click on our banner ad, both for uh, Echo and for Crossover at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. And also brought to you tonight by the good folks at Southern Sport, the TDI Razor. Gives you that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. And more importantly, it keeps those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. Yeah, those things are a pain in the butt. Glad that uh, Saturday night's game will be on the, the real turf there at uh, Angel Stadium for St. John Bosco and Corona Centennial. Use the code HSFA. Get a uh, 20% discount on your order by using that code HSFA at TDIRazor.com. 23 great colors, and Razor is spelled with a U. TDIRazor, R-A-Z-U-R.com. And finally, by ScoreStream. Hey, if you're going out to a game this weekend, checking out, uh, well, if you're out at a game, they're big games. They're either quarterfinals or, let's see, quarter semis or, or championship games. Score along. Let the nation know how your favorite team is doing by getting the ScoreStream app. Go to ScoreStream.com to learn more. You can get it in the uh, iTunes Store or Google Play. At ScoreStream and all of our scoreboards this weekend and every weekend throughout this season have been powered by ScoreStream. We break them down state by state, top 25 scoreboard, all for you. Follow along live and searchable at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Well, that's going to do it for the show. We want to thank all of our guests once again. Uh, I mentioned all the quarterbacks, but uh, also want to thank uh, Chuck Peterson from Orange Lutheran for coming on the show and breaking down that game that's coming up on Saturday night for the CIF Southern Section Championship. Uh, Again, if you missed any of the show, you can listen to it in our archives at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America. <laughs>